Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Melchizedek, king of Salem and priest of God Most High, met Abraham as he returned from his defeat of the kings and blessed him. And Abraham apportioned to him a tenth of everything. His name first means righteous king, and he was also king of Salem, that is, king of peace, without father, mother, or ancestry, without beginning of days or end of life, thus made to resemble the Son of God. He remains a priest forever. It is even more obvious if another priest is raised up after the likeness of Melchizedek, who has become so not by a law expressed in a commandment concerning physical descent, but by the power of a life that cannot be destroyed, for it is testified, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. The word of the Lord. You are a priest forever, according in the line of Melchizedek. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. The scepter of your power the Lord will stretch forth from Zion, rule in the midst of your enemies. Yours is princely power in the day of your birth and holy splendor before the day star like the dew I have begotten you. The Lord has sworn and he will not repent. You are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus entered the synagogue. There was a man there who had a withered hand. They watched Jesus closely to see if he would cure him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. He said to the man with the withered hand, Come up here before us. Then he said to the Pharisees, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath rather than to do evil, to save life rather than to destroy it? But they remained silent. Looking around them with anger and grieved at their hardness of heart, Jesus said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately took counsel with the Herodians against him to put him to death. The Gospel of the Lord. They watched Jesus closely to see if he would cure him on the Sabbath so they might accuse him. The Jewish law, a jumble of laws which St. Paul confessed were not possible to obey without cheating. The Jewish law stated that except in immediate danger of death, any cure or medical treatment was absolutely forbidden on the Sabbath. And so Christ, the Lord of the Sabbath, asked the Pharisees a question. Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath rather than to do evil, to save life rather than to destroy it? His question was, of course, answered with silence. And here the gospel writer Mark noted something that Luke and Matthew did not. Mark wrote that Christ looked at them with anger and grieved at their hardness of heart. Then Christ did something good on the Sabbath. A priest scholar wrote, as in the case of the paralytic let down through the roof, Jesus did not enter into discussion but furnished a visible proof 
of the lawfulness of healing on the Sabbath. Who, after all, was the Lord of all natural laws? God, certainly. Then if a natural law is suspended on the Sabbath, well, that is the work of God. This was the reasoning Christ gave them in his answer, but he expressed it by action rather than words. So there was Christ's answer. The Pharisees answered by joining forces with the Herodians to kill Christ. A scholar wrote, the Pharisees were the spiritual leaders of Judaism. The Herodians were those Jews who supported the regime of Herod, benefiting politically and financially thereby. The Pharisees also wanted to get rid of Christ because they considered that he lowered their own prestige in the eyes of the people. By the way, he cured the man with the withered hand. The Herodians, for their part, despised the supernatural and eschatological tone of Christ's message since they looked forward to a purely political and temporal messiah. Isn't that interesting? The Pharisees as a whole had gone bad by placing the precepts of man above God's. And the Herodians were Jews in name only. Genos. Just like we see today with Catholic politicians in name only. Those who sell out Christ for a bit of earthly power and prestige. Here's more proof that nothing really changes when it comes to Christ. At the end of the day, people either accept him or reject him. There's no middle way. So what are we to do? We who today find ourselves caught in the middle between our own religious leaders and the world's secular leaders, two groups who have appeared to join forces in ridding the world of Christ and his one true church. Well, let us do what the Pharisees of old did. Let us watch Christ closely. And listen to him and see if he will cure us of our sins. Let's watch him closely at the holy sacrifice of mass. He who is a priest forever. At mass, he, the true high priest, uses actions and not words as a silent lamb led to the slaughter. He offers himself on our altar to assuage his father's anger. He takes the offering to the altar in heaven to save our lives rather than destroy it. 